0: Liana, it has, hey. been a, it has been a glorious week for me. Glorious. Me too. Um, I'll ask you why in a minute, because okay. I did not anticipate that response. Um, the the uh, week, I have so enjoyed watching as the uh, Emergencies Act inquiry rolls on. Yeah. And more and more. People are called to testify, <laughs> uh, people who lived there and how they were affected, uh, you know, officials of CSIS, of the Ottawa police, whatever. Um, and more and more people are coming, making it very clear that this was an appropriate use for the Emergencies Act. And it is driving the uh the Pierre Paul fanboys crazy. Um, they are they're losing it because um especially when ceasar said the day recommended that they, uh, that it be uh be in, put in place um
1: yeah that made that made conservative twitter kind of go shenanigans yeah, they they have nothing, and so they continue to they're they're
0: making up crazy, crazy conspiracy theories, like the crazy conspiracy theory of the, uh, the 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 trucker convoy's lawyer, who said who who suggested in court that the people carrying the Nazi and Confederate flags were actually operatives of the Liberal Party uh, to discredit. The the convoy and that the Liberal Party colluded with the media and a PR firm to uh, to to make the uh, convoy look bad. So they hired people to go out and then the, uh, one of the people carrying one of the flags was identi- identified yeah. as being a conservative voter who supported Pauliev in the in the last and, and that fell apart. But of course, here's the interesting thing: is that even though it was disproved that it was you know it wasn't the Liberals. They just continue to talk as if they never heard that it yeah. was disproven. Yeah, they just keep talking. It's like, no, I don't want to hear. You know, they put their their hands over their ears and blah 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 blah. Don't okay, want in, fair, blah, blah, in blah, blah, fairness, blah,
1: blah. they're not the only ones to do that. Any political zealot does that. That's the only way they can maintain their ridiculous ideas.
0: Yeah. Well, in this case, and I don't like the lefties, the crazy lefties either. Well, because um, they do
1: the same thing.
0: Well, I the crazy lefties are they're they're many of them are phonies, um and they are um purists who have their their ideas cannot survive in the real world. And so well, they... ne-
1: never mind that. their ideas, some of them have been practiced historically. It actually helped, you know, authoritarian leaning right wing figures get more power because the 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 craziness scared scared the straight, so to speak. Right, it scared regular people so much. That's how Nixon got a, a second term.
0: Well, that's how Hitler got in charge.
1: Well, I, I prefer to not Godwin Godwin's Law this stuff, so I go for Nixon it instead is, of okay, Hitler.
0: Nixon, fine, but it is still historically uh, that also happened uh, that helped uh, Hitler come to power.
1: When uh, well, a lot uh, a lot of factors factored into that the the economic conditions in germany after world war one had had a lot to do with that
0: um and the and the fact that uh, the riots in the streets uh the left-wing riots in the streets um gave the uh the, the nazis pretense to say that they, they were protecting people by taking more anyway um... i mean
1: that that type of i want i want to be clear because i like you know i like i like facts the type of left wing politics that was practiced back then is not recognizable to people now. You know, it was a form of anacro syndicalism.
0: Oh yeah, that, that old anacro... And, and and yeah, yeah,
1: it's it's not the same. anacro
0: syndicalism.
1: Yeah, it was it was much more like like factory work stoppages and things like that. It it wasn't the you know like identity progressive politics that people associate with the left now? Because back then, everybody hated the Jews, right? So it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. That's what people could agree on. The Jews sucked back then. I am not saying I believe that for obvious reasons, but, you know, that that's the weird thing about history. You see the right and the left fighting over economic things, but they're like, oh, we can agree the Jews are bad. Well, yeah, yeah, he- they,
0: they, they always see, yes, because I see more anti-Semitic stuff in social media, now it's probably just because of what, you know, what comes on my social media. Uh, I don't get very much Very much right wing stuff on my social media. So I don't really see the right wing anti-Semitism, but I see a lot of left wing anti-Semitism, which they justify as being this, that, and the other thing. Um, right. Because right. they have to sanctify their hatred as being something pure. Um, yeah,
1: they, they need everything to be simple. And so it's just, I mean, I I did get a chuckle. I don't know if you saw Tucker Carlson losing it over Pete Buttigieg this week.
0: I read the article where Tucker Carlson, first of all, was going off that uh, Pete Buttigieg lied about who he was Mm. because he didn't come out uh, right away and say he was gay. Because,
1: um, I mean, a guy in Indiana has some self-preservation. Not in- just that.
0: He was in the military and he, <laughs> he followed Don't I Ask, don't, don't, ask tell. don't
1: Tell. Yeah, he was well, following see, po- government um,
0: policy, military policy at the time.
1: Chastin Buttigieg just responded to that with a picture of Pete in uniform, like saluting, like, duh, this is why, dude. I love Chastain Buttigieg. Guy went from this super shy thing to a total bomb thrower. Love it. But my comment on the whole thing was Pete Buttigieg in a few short years went from being not gay enough for the left to not gay enough for the right. Normalization comes at you fast. Dude, Gonna be president someday. I would love that, but I don't think it's that. But that's why he's so effective.
0: Well, it's like it's like Homer Simpson said in in one episode. (laughs) He likes his homosexuals flaming.
1: But that is what the left did to him. Uh, yeah. I was stunned. I was upset because, you know, I was an early Buttigieg backer.
0: I remember you and I, I both listening to him yeah, when he well, was no, still I, an unknown.
1: I, I came to Ed. No, you don't You don't get to take this one. I found him and went, you got to listen to this dude. And it was like, yeah, yeah, whatever.
0: Well, it was a long, we were in a long drive. Yeah. And he, uh, there was coverage of his speech. Yeah. And it was like, wow, this guy knows his knows his he, stuff.
1: He was great. And and everybody freaked out because he upended the whole race.
0: Well, right? the, the the reason the right hates Pete Buttigieg not being gay enough is because he doesn't scare people. Yeah. He he doesn't perform as gay. He doesn't lisp. He doesn't do any of those and things and, and, that are stereotypically and, and, and in the media associated with being gay. And so he doesn't frighten middle America
1: yeah well he's also been in the military yeah and worked for oh what is it some sort of like a think tank that was basically like super capitalist right and he's from indiana it's it it just punctures the whole latte liberal libel
0: yeah he's i mean if i was if i was on the right and I, I, mean, Buttigieg goes on Fox News and, and just he, destroys them. <laughs> he just it's in it, it is so enjoyable. He 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 just surgically. I don't would, know
1: why they keep asking him back. He is I so really good. Don't.
0: He he just punctures yeah. all of their lives. He doesn't get angry. No, he doesn't like. He doesn't he doesn't take the bait. He just yeah. very, he's very just laid back. and in control. And he, just, control, and he yeah. just he just with facts. Dismantles everything they're saying and yep. everything the other person's saying. And he is so precise, such a good speaker. He doesn't come across like he's not Rupaul in drag race, like he's, he's
1: and I love Rupaul,
0: <laughs> yeah, but that fine, but he doesn't come across the way Middle America sees homosexuals and the way in which middle America is scared
1: and you gay sound men. you sound so boomer when you say homosexuals
0: i'm trying not to still use use the word gay over and over
1: you can say LGBTQ, Uh, but he is gay he's gay so just say gay say gay ed you're not in florida
0: (laughs) enough with you Um, okay but i want to circle
1: back the reason i keep jumping on you on this i apologize for interrupting but the right-wing media has taken some really nasty cracks at christia freeland during this this emergencies act inquiry, and it's bothered me.
0: Yeah, what well, so were some of the cracks?
1: I'm, I'm really hypersensitive to identity stereotyping. Um this one guy, I don't even know who the heck the guy was, but apparently used to work for Tucker Carlson and now he's writing for some very right wing thing. But uh he he comment that she was short. Um that's important. Be- because that's relevant to anything. Yeah, that's right? very important. But hold on, I'm pulling up the tweet so I can get it right. Um, so it's this guy David Craden from the Western Standard. Oh, has- what the it is, Western right?
0: Standard
1: Daily Caller alumni, right? Jazz and lounge singer. Uh, but he says <laughs> what? Tight, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah that that's a that's a synopsis a part of his bio.
0: Jazz and lounge singer. Yeah, daily, well daily. As- Crazy right winger,
1: right, right. Former Have you Daily ever Cl- met
0: a straight lounge singer? Yeah. Okay, I haven't.
1: Um. Uh, anyway, um. But he says pint-sized Christia Freeland. Take talks down to everyone at the Emergencies Act inquiry and claims the Freedom Convoy made Canada look like a banana republic. No girl, it was you and Trudeau who did that. Okay, maybe he's not straight after that, but um pint sized talks down to and you know well wine, that, wine. that
0: that that's the, the right wing. They like to think they like to d- d- depict liberals as being snooty.
1: But okay, he's calling her pint-sized and he's criticizing anybody else for being condescending.
0: Well, there's that.
1: But also, men can talk any way they want in government and they don't get that, oh, you're talking down to people, right? Because then they're assertive. They're taking control. Women just... Christy Freeland talked the way she always does. But no, she was talking down to everyone. It's It's that subtle... Sexism that they can just deny is sexism, and well, everybody they, rolls yeah. their eyes when you say it's sexism. No, it's, but it, it's it, true.
0: I mean, they whenever she, she is composed and prepared with facts. She's another she seems, one. She's great. She seems knowledgeable. Um, she's she's not she's unflappable. She she knows her stuff, and she she's a storehouse of facts. And yeah. the right hates people who are, as far as they're concerned. Uh, facts are just that fancy book learning that liberals use to try to keep uh, the white man down. And, yeah, and then they
1: start lecturing us on science when it comes to, you know, certain convenient topics.
0: Yeah, they lecture us about science while believing that the Bible is a, is a factual document.
1: Um, yeah, I actually got a conservative to admit that the reason he has issues with gender is because nowhere in the Bible does it say that women are equal to men.
0: Well, nowhere in the Bible does it say Circle K should be open 24 hours, but it is.
1: The Bible doesn't say a lot of things specifically. The Bible is not the U.S. Constitution.
0: Um, Here's what's going to happen with the the EA inquiry,
1: okay? Okay. Where did this, every time you say the EA inquiry, it's like, are you talking about Madden?
0: No, I'm not talking about the video video game game company.
1: company, Emergencies Act.
0: What's going to happen is the uh, the findings will will be published. They will find that it was used properly and prudently. and the, the Pierre Poev and pe- his people will not accept it. They will find every conspiracy theory to say there's a reason that it is uh, that it was rigged. I've already seen somebody online say ninety percent of the people who were uh, testifying work for government agencies. Of course, they're going to have a bias. So they're already preparing. Um, They're going to come up with numerous conspiracy theories as to why, because this was always going to be the case. Unless, and that's the case with right-wingers these days, unless the, the thing goes their direction, they say that it was completely invalid.
1: See, I have a slightly different prediction to what's going to happen. All right. Now, I mean, the the Ottawa police chief already fell on his sword and resigned. Yeah. Right. So the guy that's there now is not the guy who was there when the, the convoy happened. But I think what's going to happen is and and I'm being serious now, as opposed to before. You can tell by my serious voice. Right. This is my serious face for radio. Oh, um, but there are going to be recommendations regarding real failures of policing and whenever we hit failures of policing stuff goes kind of bananas and that's the reason why i'm i'm extra concerned about the way the conservatives are ramping this up and going full culture war on it because mistakes were made but with something like this what's more important we get it we get it right the next time or we blame people so you're you know, saying that
0: when uh, there are points criticizing police, the right wingers who supposedly support the police will come out and say that this was that they were being scapegoated.
1: Well, let's face it: the police skew conservative. That's not you? something that people like to talk about. Cops skew conservative. It's just, it's just the way it goes, and it's gonna that part of the reason that this is going to be so ugly when the findings come out is because it's been politicized. And people, a particular pet peeve of mine is when people call something a trial when it's not a trial and they call something a criminal trial when it's not a criminal trial. Yeah. And they've done that with this. And so when nobody goes to jail at the end of this, people go, it was rigged, it was rigged. What's the point? The point is not to place blame. The point is so that this doesn't happen again and the Emergencies Act doesn't have to be invoked again because the police handle it better. And that, to me, is a very important part of the structure of this act. And that's something that's getting missed in all the reporting of it. And I I, I am going to call out you know, other members of the media in this, that they're not reminding people of what this is and what it's designed to do and why it was put into the act in the first place. This is good. This is democracy functioning.
0: Yes, which is amazing because Trudeau is a tyrant. Um, I, I That, that just, we've well, we, we had to go thing, to break. Yeah, right, that, that was a thing I, trending. Th- uh, Trudeau must go to jail.
1: Let, let's, let's talk about that when we come back. Yeah, that's, that said, takes time to unpack.
0: When I answered, Trudeau must go to jail. I said, yeah, he still owes me $200 for landing on Park Place where I have two hotels.
1: Okay, but, okay, calling him a tyrant and then saying he should go to jail for what? What is his crime? That's what that I asked. An, that they, is an authoritarian, authoritarian instinct, but that's why, like, you're getting me ranting and I know we got to go to break.
0: All right, we'll go to break. All okay.
1: right, back in a second all right i got
0: y'all i got y'all ranty up
1: well this is something that i'm i feel strongly about because i went to school with a lot of people who came from countries that actually were authoritarian right the former soviet union uh people from afghanistan somalia you know places like that Syria not not too many Syrians but you know there were children of people who fled the uh 79 revolution in Iran places like that my my friend uh was on air India flight 182 when it got bombed um you know two uh three quarters of her family was on that plane died um and so this stuff you know when you're six years old and you learn about terrorism for the first time that stays with you. And so I and and then, you know, growing up in, in Jane and Finch and seeing people treated like criminals before they'd done anything wrong. This just sits wrong with me when people start saying he should be in jail. He should go to jail. Jail is a last resort in terms of keeping law and order, keeping the peace, also, whatever you want to call it. To go, before
0: somebody can go to jail or prison, yeah. they actually have to have broken a law. Yes,
1: and we live in a society of innocent until proven guilty. And Turner that's hasn't extremely... even been,
0: like they, they can't even tell me what it was he did that was illegal. Like, they, you ask them, and they come up with answers, they, which are just, they're, they're not factual. They like, think no, the that's the whole a...
1: we thing was breaking the law.
0: Uh, they, In the end, it was found that there was some minor conflict of interest with Bill Morneau. But yeah. other than that, uh, there was nothing untoward about what happened with We. I mean, there was questions about We, the organization, which came to light as a result of that. But there was nothing. They, The, the inquiry there did not find that there was any skullduggery uh, going on they in just, them being selected. I mean, they just
1: don't like Trudeau, so he should be in jail. And yeah. that's messed up. Yeah, oh. that's messed up. And then they call him a tyrant.
0: Yeah, that's the funny thing is these people are but stupid.
1: Like it's they not just are, that. Oh, they, Anna, they
0: are so stupid.
1: They are stupid. Okay, I don't want to say they're stupid because I I've the ones met I some... deal
0: with are stupid.
1: Okay, there are others though that they they're clearly college educated. They clearly have, you know, they've watched a lot of YouTube videos. They have a lot of words. But they are frightened people. And they, they don't think, they don't engage their intellect. So I have no idea how smart or not smart they are. And it's because they've, they've got, I can't say the words I want to say, but they've gotten the you know what scared out of them by this constant drumbeat of something is amiss. You know, they, I'm not even going to repeat some of the rumors that the conservatives spread about about Trudeau because they're unsubstantiated and they're very serious.
0: And you know what? I have encountered people continuing to say those accusations, ones which couldn't even be published because they they did not meet the standard of evidence. They continue to speak of them as if it was accepted that these are facts.
1: And then they go on about freedom. And I'm sorry, when you're accusing people of crimes without evidence, that is not freedom. You are not pro-freedom.
0: Um, I The people I deal with, you deal with a whole, and like our audiences on, on social media are not the same. Um, I deal with some so stupid right-wingers. It's like I have no problem with people who take facts and look at them from a different angle than I do. I don't right.
1: even like calling them right-wingers or conservatives anymore. I, they're I nationalists. Don't them,
0: I don't call them conservatives. I call them right-wingers.
1: Yeah, they're nationalists.
0: Um, these people are so stupid. They they don't, first of all, they put up links to articles, which when you read the article- um, It doesn't actually say um, it, what they claim. It, 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 it disproves what they're saying. So they've never even read the article. They put up articles from, um, Websites. um, what was one there was one that was hilarious. It was uh something with the word lion in it. and uh, mm-hmm. like l y i n. It's like there's no there's no authority to this website.
1: yeah, it's an
0: outlier. And just because you can put a website or put a video on that doesn't mean that you have any knowledge whatsoever. Uh, but they cling to these people, these, you know, th- and cling is a good term because they're like Klingons in the toilet.
1: They just hang on and they stink. They um, They don't, they are afraid of change. They are afraid of the pace of change. And I know some people who they've had one bad experience with one particular person who claims to be from a particular group and they just retreat and go totally reactive. And now all people from that same group are bad and you can't convince them otherwise. And then they want, I have legitimate questions. I have legitimate concerns. It's like, well, so are so do the people that you're afraid of. And somebody's going to have to blink first. And my attitude is, you know, I don't mind. I don't mind giving people a few if they seem to be in good faith, but the minute they start accusing people of crimes without evidence, that's it, that's bad faith, that is not a pro-freedom argument, that is not a pro-freedom of speech argument, that's a guilty of something argument. And I'm done when people do that. There have to be standards. You know what I did today?
0: What? I banned, blocked three people from my Twitter. And I feel so good. I... I used to not block them because they then use a screen cap and go to their their pals. And say, yeah, Look.
1: people people are blocking so much now because of of Elmo that it, everybody's blocking now. Well, it's, I, it's a new dawn.
0: I I decided a little while ago before Musk took over Twitter, I was like, you know what? I am allowing these idiots to spread their nonsense yeah. on my page. Yeah. yeah, my page is like my house. You don't yeah. come into my house and talk crap like that. And I was giving oxygen to their yeah. stupidity. Now, yeah. sometimes I like to do that because I like to um, uh, counter their stupidity. So people who, who are uh, paying attention, who want to have the vocabulary and the information yeah. to shut these kinds of that's people right. down in their own lives, yeah, they can right. get it from my, but then it goes on too long and people, uh, it's just, you are you are nonsense you you cannot uh, respond to questions about factual things and you are continuing to spread things that are just going, th- th- they're just poison in the air. And it's like, no, you're not doing that on, on my page. So I, I mean, I ban people very free- infrequently. The fact that I got three today, I'm like that, remember that story about the brave little tailor? Like yeah. Three in one blow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got three of them today. And uh, I don't care if they take that you know, they'll take the screen cap. Oh, this sock blocked me because you couldn't handle what I had to say. Uh, and by the way, another thing for those people, when we're engaging in a discussion debate on Twitter and you put something up and I don't respond to it, um, it is not because you got me. It's because I got up and lived a life. Oh, you've got
1: those types?
0: Yeah, the ha-ha, he couldn't respond. Another people, uh, yeah, he could do, do you
1: screen profiles before you respond to people? Um, Mostly. Cause I anybody whose account is less than like two three months old, and they're they're throwing bombs, they're blocked. That's a troll. I'm not gonna bother with them. They're 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 beneath me. And people get on me for for saying stuff like that, but I'm sorry, my time is valuable.
0: There was a a thing this week. I got a private message. I put up a tweet. Wait, your DMs are open. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, it's, a, I get, I actually get some really good stuff there. Um, and uh, so they DM me, I had put up a tweet about the fact that um, people are spreading disinformation and misinformation. Okay. And, you know, my, and the person DMed me and says, why are you opposed to misinformation? Whatever happened to the anti-establishment figure of my youth?
1: Wait, hold on. Why are you opposed to disinformation? Yes, yes. And I said,
0: I responded said, when has disinformation ever been um, the, the solid background of being anti-establishment? And, but, well, but you, you're, you're supporting the things that they want you to believe. I'm not supporting the things they want me to believe. I'm supporting the things I believe. Because okay. I'm getting this from people who are experts who know what they're talking about. It's okay. like, you know what? I take my car to a mechanic because I don't know how to fix my own car. And when they tell me something is not is, is broken, I trust them. I don't go in and say, I'm gonna go watch a YouTube video and see if I can fix my car myself.
1: See, I would not, I'd say to this guy, why are you okay with disinformation? I because it did, did, did come to that. Because his argument is that the stuff you're spreading is disinformation because they think it's the Orwellian propaganda model. So his his entire beginning assertion, first of all, is wrong. Second of all, this is way too smart for radio, isn't it? Like this is way too formal logic.
0: Don't he's ha- trying playing. to have
1: it, he's trying to have it both ways. And my attitude now, my rule is that a person must first prove their claim before I will respond to the claim. And if they can't do it, I'm not giving them anything. Because that's that's the way they rope a dope you into giving them fodder that they can spread around.
0: Like manure,
1: like you know, I, it, this idea. Like I get
0: people saying that uh, I'm being paid by the liberals or by some some globalist conspiracy. Yeah, that, like, well, easy. Well, where's my checks? Things. I didn't get. I got nothing. You know the what? The
1: liberal party won't even give you an interview. That's Never mind. Right. Uh, like,
0: if I wanted to actually use the use social media and stuff to make money, I would. I would start being a right winger because there is money in being a right-wing lunatic. There is no money in being a reasonable moderate.
1: There's even money in being a left-wing lunatic. There's no money in being sane.
0: Yeah, and so the idea that I, and the idea that because what I am saying is the same as what is uh, covered in the news um, and what government is saying, it means that we're all in some cabal trying to 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 fool people as opposed to no, I'm taking information from proper information sources, and I am believing that The media also draws information from from the same um respected information sources. No, they don't go It's like uh who was it? Asimov said that um your ignorance is not equal to my knowledge, yeah. Anyway, that's just- The
1: thing thing is like mainstream media, established media, legacy media does get it wrong too often. And we can have that discussion, especially in the gaming space. Lord, I could talk all day about the mistakes they've made. Digital culture, like online culture in general, but being ignorant and getting it wrong is not the same thing as deliberately spreading falsehoods.
0: No, no, no. When you legitimately believe what you were saying yeah. is factual, that is that might be misinformation, but it is not dis- disinformation. Is something you deliberately are spreading that you know is false. Yeah,
1: it's it's propaganda, and yeah. you know the, the the media gets it wrong a lot. Trust me, but I don't get the sense it's intentional. They're they're coming at it from a place of fear as well.
0: All right, we're gonna go to a break mm-hmm. and we're coming back. Okay, I don't know why I have to say that. Everybody knows I'm going to a break. It's, it's I'm, just... I'm, we're going to a break, and I'm
1: never coming back. It's just a it's just a radio thing. All right. And we'll be back.
0: Sad week in uh, in Toronto sports, uh Boreas Salming. The, mm-hmm. uh, the legendary uh, hockey player, NHL player, who was just, I believe, in town this week in Toronto, this past week, gathering with, I think I saw him with Lanny McDonald. Uh, was it Eddie Shaq there? Is Eddie Shack dead? Um, oh, so those photos are Harold like
1: Sittler. super recent.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, okay. And he was fighting ALS, which was known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Mm-hmm. Um, and he passed away. Like, he was just here. And he got, like, a standing ovation and stuff. What a... What a nice way to go out, though. Like, a couple of days before, he's being honored by people who he meant so much to. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about sports, but I know Boris Salmon. I, yeah, know I was I was surprised.
1: Leafs. You were like, well, I was like, what? Ed wants to talk about
0: hockey? Yeah, I don't want to talk about hockey, but Salmon. Okay. Mean, the uh, the hockey players of my youth, there just seemed to be something about them that they were much bigger than life like guys today like Sidney Crosby whatever they're just too pretty um and and that's
1: because they have helmets and face shields (laughs)
0: okay there's that they have their teeth um (laughs) but they they're just it seemed like the the guys back in the 70s playing for for the Leafs or whatever um it just seemed like there was more of a rough and tumble around these guys um whereas these new guys it's like I'm surprised that they're willing to wear helmets because it affects their hair. Um, I, I, I understand that the quality of play from these people, like like Sidney Crosby, I understand, is, is good. I mean, I know Sidney Crosby as, hey, he's that guy from those Tim Hortons commercials. Right. Um, but there was just something, I don't know, about, maybe it was about the nature of hockey was different back in those days. It was a little rougher of a game or a lot rougher of a game. Um, it was less corporate. Than it is now. De-
1: definitely less corporate. Yeah,
0: it it, it was just less shiny. Um, well, than, tickets than went a
1: hundred and thirty bucks for Reds. No, I think know? Red,
0: I think the Reds were like four bucks. I don't. Yeah, remember.
1: they were. They were. I the first time I went to a hockey game, it was thirteen dollars. Yeah. So and, add a zero, right? Yeah, it's yeah,
0: it, it's. I remember the last time I went to a hockey game. I think you went with me. Um, I couldn't believe. And it was at the uh wherever the leaf their Canada
1: right. Center or whatever uh, it is now. Yeah. yeah,
0: I couldn't believe what I was seeing. These were not the same seats, these rough, uncomfortable seats I was used to. E-
1: Everyone it didn't was have on a
0: freaking s- phone. It didn't have a smell to it like an arena. Um, there was uh big screens everywhere playing ads constantly. Oh, yeah. It, it it looked like WrestleMania or something, it did not, and everything looked clean. The, the where the where the seats <laughs> everything were, everything was clean. just so, everything just looked so clean. And I was like, this is not hockey. I went to the bathrooms, the men's room, no troughs.
1: No trough urinals. No yeah.
0: trough urinal. Yeah, th- that was a very communal thing. When, you know, men would stand next to each other peeing into the same trough. That, that built camaraderie. Oh it my built God. a sense of masculinity.
1: It did not. It did. Um, yeah. And,
0: uh, you know, it just it, it's just become too Hollywood hockey. And this is just from somebody who's on the outside looking in. It just doesn't interest me, whereas I did have some interest uh, in the 70s with, uh, you know, some of those superstar names. Um, they just See, also seemed like characters like Eddie Shack. I got a nose for value. Um, like I, people I like that. There was They were characters. They weren't just players who have uh you know agents and pr
1: firms but that's the raptors now in this city for a while there it was the jays you know when they were doing the 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 pennant like the world series stuff back when i was a i was a teenager but now right. it's the raptors you know they're they're the young team that's still excited to be here and that won't last long but that that's a thing about toronto there's so much of everything here that people rapidly take it for granted
0: oh a- absolutely and then uh you go out well the thing is you take it for granted and then you go someplace like out east and you actually yeah. enjoy what isn't there
1: but i i totally get why the rest of canada has sort of a resentment for toronto it's fair criticism well toronto
0: right. thinks it's poop doesn't stink
1: Except how could you tell downtown smells so bad?
0: Oh, I hate downtown Toronto. I hate Uh, it. And I want to thank David Miller, who was for a period of time, the mayor of Toronto, who was a big environmentalist guy who uh, gave permits. It used to be if you wanted to build a big tower downtown, you had to provide a certain amount of parking underground. Well, Mm -hmm. he made it so you could build these buildings without any parking. And so the developers were like, parking, building parking costs money. I'm not going to put in parking because their idea was they're going to not have parking. So more people will take transit.
1: Yeah, that they, didn't work. They
0: didn't, they didn't improve transit. They just said people will take transit because we're not giving them places to park. That's not what happens. What happens is people driving around, looking to see if you, get in, you go into a, into a parking garage, drive around, looking to see if anybody's walking to their car. And if the yeah. person there was a car in front of you, you're cursing them because they're going to get the next spot, you know. And when people walk to their car just to put packages in there and then walk back to continue their shopping, you're angry. Like it's, it, it did not it did not create the green utopia he was looking for. And I curse that David Miller every time I'm trying to park downtown. Yeah,
1: because you have to build the infrastructure so that people can use it before you force them to use it.
0: Well, yeah, I'm trying to, that's such simplicity. I don't know why it it, it isn't the rule of the day.
1: Because it costs money to build infrastructure and the revenues have to come from somewhere and that's not popular. And that's when Doug Ford goes to the cottage.
0: Oh my God when when doug ford put out that tweet when uh, the ontario government was negotiating with coopy the, the teachers uh, workers uh, the education workers um mm-hmm. to try to avoid a strike everyone wanted to avoid a strike yep. happening on monday and, and ford tweets that ah, the, ah, these negotiations are so important i would be there myself i would come back from the cottage Myself, if there wasn't the threat of snow.
1: I, no, no progressive politician could say that. I, he,
0: he, it wasn't actually that there was snow. There was a possibility of snow. For Why are you at your cottage when this major crucial thing is happening with your government? That yeah. guy, he goes to his cottage. It doesn't matter what's at Toronto could be burning and he'd go to his cottage. Uh, but like-
1: that's, I mean, that is... If if he were, you know, left of, I don't know, name figure, people freak out. But if he were left wing, people would be all over that. Because he's right wing, for whatever it's like the appeal of this kind of person. I don't know what you call it anymore, because this is not the conservative values I grew up with.
0: Well, this guy's just a bumpkin. They like but, bump the, but, the people who vote for him like him because he's a bumpkin.
1: They are fine with guys like that abusing the people who work for them, and then they're lazy. It's like the people who insist that Elon Musk is such business genius, even after they've read his Twitter feed, and, and they're fine and with him killing saying, Twitter. You be hardcore, you have to work sixty hours a week. Well, he's tweeting nonsense and claiming that's work. That is not the conservatism that I was raised with.
0: Well, I don't know
1: what happened to the good kind of conservatism.
0: None of these people who call themselves conservatives could identify or have have read Adam Smith or know who he is or Thomas Sowell or any of the others. They don't know. They're not, not conservatives. Not anyway, some
1: of those conservative premiers in, you know, the 70s.
0: Yeah, th-
1: they weren't this.
0: No, they weren't crazies.
1: This is not there was a
0: rationality to them back then.
1: This isn't traditional values, this isn't economic conservatism. I don't know what this is. We need to stop giving it, you know, a veneer of respectability by calling it conservatism. It's not all right. On that,
0: we're going to go to a break and then never come back. Back in a minute. <laughs> All right, um, while well, we're wrapping up here, mm-hmm. um, I, uh, I just want to know where the hell... Here, here's a song, okay? Where have all the contractors gone? <laughs> long time no. passing. Oh, man. Where I have been trying to get a contractor to do a job. It is not a big job. That's, the, that's problem. the problem. That's the problem. They don't want to come and do jobs that aren't huge. So they don't, they say they're going to do the job. And then the day before, I, I, I can't come. I, I, You're out of my area. I didn't realize you lived that far away. Um, like it, it, it's maddening. I just want to get something done. But unless you're doing, like gutting your house, um, contractors are just not available it's like we're going into a recession apparently everyone's afraid of going into a recession not for contractors these people can pick and choose the jobs they want it's like like nobody and then they start a job and then they leave it for weeks like there's these people they they they, they destroyed this narrow world like a colossus if i may use shakespeare um
1: well the problem is one contractor botches a job or doesn't finish the job. And then you can't get someone to come in and finish a job because the job's too small.
0: Well, it, exactly it. Uh, this what why I should have been a contractor. This should have been the I should have been a contractor. The problem is I have no arm. I was about to
1: say, I think I think you are a person with a disability, Ed. I, I don't know that I'm not going to hold a hammer in my
0: mouth. It'll rattle my cranium. Yeah. Um, but if I well, mind you, Did the property brothers ever lift a hammer?
1: I don't know. I think I've seen one episode of their show. I got it. I'm not, I used to watch home improvement shows all the time and I got really burned out on them.
0: You used to also watch um, Forged in Fire. Yeah, and and then Will
1: Willis left and it wasn't the same.
0: It's amazing that a host would make a difference when the main attraction is people beating metal.
1: You know what? If I, if I, uh, if I stuck with it, I probably would have been okay. I just don't have as much time for TV anymore either.
0: No, um, even though there's some there's some good television on now. Even even network TV, like most people have abandoned they, they've abandoned ABC, NBC, CBS, uh, Fox, not Fox News. They they're like you know people don't watch uh, U.S. network TV. There's some really good shows. On you US know what, network TV.
1: You know what the thing is? If you see the numbers on US network, it is still, you know, multiple factor bigger than the water cooler shows.
0: Yeah, bigger than streaming.
1: Oh, way bigger. Than, I mean, uh, a successful streaming show will get 2 million viewers.
0: Yeah. And that's, I think, if you get 2 million viewers on broadcast, you get canceled.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, successful network shows still get like 10 million. And so knock it all you want, people are still watching. And yes, they're older. And so people turn up their noses at that. But why why should an older pair of eyeballs be seen as less than, you know, 18 to 34? You know why?
0: Because it's believed amongst marketers and advertisers that older people are set in their buying patterns and will not try a new brand. They always go and get the same yeah, things I, I... they've got for years. And so advertisers don't want to advertise shows that have um, a, an older demographic because they think they're not going to get their money's worth.
1: And see, I actually it's... think they're wrong about that because older viewers still believe everything they see on TV. I do not. Oh, come on. I
0: do not. I want, I'm watching Game of Thrones now. I never watched it before. Um, I don't believe that's real.
1: Ed's watching Game of Thrones and he keeps asking me who people are and what's going to happen. He has no patience to let the story play out.
0: I am just trying to make you feel like you're watching it with your mother.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. But like, Ed, Ed, you have no, you would have gone crazy when this show was first on because it is so decompressed. Right, it it's House of the Dragon picked up the pace quite a bit. Well, I
0: started with House of the Dragon. I thought that yeah. was pretty good. And now I, I go on yeah. to this thing, and this thing's so so much better oh, than yeah. House of the yeah. Dragon. Yeah. House of the Dragon basically was, let's distill everything that happened in Game of Thrones and d- distill the characters and just redo it.
1: Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> shuffle dragons. characteristics and make nobody remotely a decent human being.
0: Well, that's the thing on premium TV these days is having people who are not decent human beings. And I mean, you that always... thing, you had, it started in broadcast with house. Then you got uh, breaking bad where the decent human beings were demonized by the audience. People like Skylar white, who are trying to keep her family together where her irresponsible husband scary. has put them in in danger of losing everything. And people are like on her back saying that she's uh, a, a Um, And it's like, I always know if we're talking Breaking Bad, and I'm, the guy I'm talking to hates Skyler White. I know this guy is a douche bag. Yeah, it's a
1: red flag, big, big red flag. But you know, I, I and it's funny because I've been I've been more vocal on my YouTube channel about wanting actual heroes again. And you know, I see this as somebody who tends to end up rooting for the villain now, just because everybody's disgusting on a show. But, you know, I talk about, yeah, I'm down for a joyous Superman. Can we please have heroes back? And it's amazing how many people are totally like full-throated agreement on that.
0: Well, you know what Bonnie Tyler said? I'm holding out for a hero.
1: Oh, my God. That song. I haven't thought about that song. Do, do, do,
0: do, 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 do. There you go. Now it's gonna be stuck in your head.
1: No, no, it won't, because that was well. I I appreciate I appreciate the enthusiasm there, Ed.
0: All right, we are speaking of heroes. I'll just drop this in there. There are talks of uh uh Kurt uh, Russell coming back to play Snake Pliskin. Yeah. Uh, John Carpenter directing Escape from Earth. And, Escape.
1: Uh, the...
0: Escape from, and the co-star will be Wyatt Russell, Kurt Russell's son. All right,
1: that will either be great or a huge mistake. No in between. I think it will be a
0: huge mistake. Um, we're gonna go, but uh, if you want to do something that isn't a mistake, track down the podcast known as "It's Not Therapy," which is hosted by uh, Leanna. Um, real track practi- it down like it's so hard to find. I'm giving you a promo, and you're you're on
1: me. Sorry, you're right.
0: It's practical, hands-on advice for dealing with day-to-day problems, things we encounter all the time, things that things that go on day after day that we don't know how to, how to deal with. Um, it, it, and instead of it, there being like therapy, which takes months and months and months and, uh, to get anywhere, this is uh, answers to like, here's what you can do today. to to try to make your life better. Um, No BS, no psychobabble, lots of good guests, lots of good humor, lots of pop culture references. That is called It's Not Therapy. Um, New episodes drop Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Saga 960 AM, saga960am.ca at 8 p.m. uh, Eastern time. Uh, uh, It it, uh, goes to all podcast platforms. So no matter what your podcast platform is, Put it this way if you have a podcast platform you're using and it's not therapy, isn't there? You're using a really crappy podcast platform. Find another. Um, and uh, some big news coming up for uh, New Music Nation soon, but we'll save that. Right. All right. You know what time it is, right?
1: It's time to say bye bye.
0: That's right. So, ladies and gentlemen, hang on. I'm going to do a drum roll. Here is
1: Leanna. Bye bye.
0: Bye bye. <laughs>